so, um, or maybe two, I don't know, but let me just say that it's a valid issue, reasoning behind that, that was not running away from y'all, um, in short, I had a procedure done that I get done quite frequently, but the hospital, um, messed up my procedure twice, so I had to have it done a third time, and then after that, the last time that they did it, I went home and I actually wound up having a um, final week um, from the procedure they did. So I was very lethargic and my head was hurting really bad. So I had to go back to the hospital and then I stayed for like about almost a week. Um, so they had to do another procedure to fix the procedure that they messed up. So long story short, your girl has had a, a time. She has had a time, um, a rough time. And I wasn't actually going to record this episode, but I feel like I have to record this episode. So I'm doing it. Um, honestly, don't know exactly where it's going to lead because it's kind of like a spare of the moment thing more so than like me planning or anything like that it's more so just something that I have on my heart and I feel like that is important to talk about and be transparent with you all um because at the end of the day beneath everything we're all we're all the same um we come from the same God we serve the same God and we all want to just do right by him even when we fall short and um I feel like even through our differences we're just a lot a lot more light than we would like to admit so um I hope that me sharing what I'm going to share with you all whatever God you know I'm afraid before I do get into the conversation but whatever it is that he puts through my heart puts on my heart and lets me speak and speaks through me it blesses you all um yeah that's pretty much it for my my announcement so we can go ahead and get into the prayer and then jump into this episode so bow your heads close your eyes for me <sighs> lord i just thank you father for allowing me to be here today lord giving me another chance god and waking me up today lord jesus and bringing me out through this day father um god i know that you know things are happening in my life and the lives of others, Lord, but we just want to show the gratitude that we have, God, for how good you've been to us, Lord. God, I ask that as I go into this episode, Lord, with no idea what I'm going to say exactly, God, that you just speak through me, Lord, and let this message or whatever I speak, Lord, be a blessing to your people, Father. God, let something be learned. Let something be heard and touch the hearts of your people, Lord Jesus, and whoever is listening to this message, God. God, I ask that you pour your spirit upon them, Lord. Allow them to feel your fire, Lord. Allow them to feel the presence of your love, God, the presence of your mercy, Lord Jesus. God, I just thank you for giving us the ability to dwell into who you are and, and who you see us to be, Father. God, I thank you for loving us. I thank you for continuing to encourage us and continuing to push us forward, Lord, even when we don't feel like we deserve it, Father. God, I thank you for allowing me to be the vessel for this message today. Wherever it's going to be, God, I say just take out me and put in you, Lord. Allow this to be a moment of transparency and for it to be an eye-opening experience for not just me, but the people listening to it as well, Father. I don't know what the word is going to be, God. I have no idea, but I'm trusting that it's going to be blessed and that you're going to do something good through this message and whatever is talk, talked about today, Lord. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I say amen. I don't have a scripture for y'all. I don't have anything. <laughs> this is like completely off the books. Um, so I guess I'll just start with kind of what's been on my heart heavy the last few weeks. Um, mainly the last week and a half, two weeks. Um, it's just been a weird season for my life. And I have to give y'all history. I've given y'all the backstories of things that I've overcome, things God brought me through, etc., etc. Um, but I think that I'm just in this weird place with my relationship with God and not knowing like what it is he's wanting me to do, what it is he's wanting me to say, how he wants me to, like what, what do you need from me? And it's put me into this like mood to where I feel 
that he wants me to do. And so part of the issue is I'm not giving him that time to really speak to me because I'll give him the time to speak, he'll speak, and then I draw back. And I go back into that like shell of, okay, I'm scared, I'm scared, I don't know what he wants me to do. And then I'll get, you know, um, I'll get tired of being in that space and then I'll jump back out and I'm like, okay, I'm powerful, the Lord's, you know, speaking to me, blah, blah, blah. And then I go back in, I draw back in, I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what you're saying, I don't know what you want to do, what you want me to do, what you want me to say, blah, blah, blah. And it's just been this, like, back and forth, back and forth of, I hear you, I don't hear you, I see you, I don't see you, I feel you, I don't feel you. And I've noticed that I've been putting this strain on who I am and also who I see myself to be through the eyes of God. And it's been things that's just had to come up against me, like my health, um, that whole week of being in and out the hospital and having to be admitted and just, it was so much going on, like so many attacks to my mental health, to my physical health. And I just felt so defeated for so long. And I'm thinking like, guys, who is this woman? Like, this is not Nadia. I am the one who is literally in the midst of homelessness, giving <laughs> words to people, in the midst of losing, you know, important people in my life. I'm I'm pushing through and I'm, you know, that that's who I see Nadia to be. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm just this strong, mighty person, but I know that God's anointing has been able to prevail through me um, through those difficult times. And so I'm used to seeing that part of me. When, and when trials arise, that's who I'm used to seeing. Now, granted, I've had times where I, you know, to lack faith and stuff like that, but when I usually go through stuff, I'm usually more so on the end of my faith than I am of the pity, if that makes sense. And so it just felt uncomfortable to be in a space to where I'm like, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of you. Yes, you heard me. I said I'm tired of God. And not in a way of I'm tired of God as a person. I'm tired of feeling like I'm giving my best and feeling like God is missing something or like he's telling me something I'm missing or he's forgetting me, he's punishing me. And let me just say this before anybody gets upset with me. I don't pump fake with my relationship with God. I've been there, done that. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it respectful. But I'm going to tell him how I feel because he already knows. And that way he can help me work through this. And he has. And he has. So um, I was on the phone with one of my friends and I had this whole breakdown. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. God's not listening, he doesn't hear me, he doesn't care, I'm suffering, da da da. Why, 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 right? Just throwing a complete self pity part. And I was like, you know, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, he doesn't hear me, you know, he's just not listening, all these things. And he's just like, okay, you need to go pray. And I'm like, well, let me pray for it, don't need to pray. It ain't no need to pray because he ain't gonna listen to me anyway, y'all. Long story short, we ended up getting off the phone very, very, fair, fairly quickly. But we ended up getting off the phone. I went into prayer. I broke down. I cried to God. I asked him to send me a message to let me know that he hears me and he understands what I'm saying. And basically that he was there. When I tell you, I went on TikTok and I started scrolling and one video came up, okay? But then I heard the Holy Spirit tell me that's not it. So keep scrolling. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I kept scrolling. Boom. Another one. Okay, it was one more. I heard the Holy Spirit saying, no, it's another one. So I'm like, okay, cool. Boom. Scrolled again. But then I heard it very evidently that there's one more. Now, this is the last one, but there's one more that I need you to hear. And when I tell you that last one completely wrecked me, it wrecked me because it was the exact word that I needed to hear. And even in that, I was doubting the fact that God was speaking to me, I'm like, no, this is not God, this is me, it's not the Holy Spirit, maybe I'm making things up, blah, 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 I'm like, no, you just pray for God to show his hand, you, you pray for him to reveal himself, now, you can't be, beggar can't be choosers, because, you know, I told him to come in any form that he needs to come in, I would prefer for him to come directly and speak to me face to face, he wouldn't, but <laughs> that's not the case all the time for everybody, and so, 
because of what he was telling me through that message and it really caught my spirit i was so discouraged i was so like okay yes we're doing this you know we're gonna push for it etc cetera, etc cetera. and then it was like the next day i think or the day after that when he felt back fell back into that like mindset of just
scared, obviously. We don't. Hold on. I don't think I've ever cried in here. Maybe I have. But anyways, obviously, we have, you know, the time that God is making us wait and stuff. I get it. Like, you might not want to be here right now. Cool. I get that. I'm in my waiting season, Lord. You might not want me to have kids. Cool. I get that.
had to get focused on those hard times and let myself like excuse me dwell in that but what usually helps me is, is being able to help other people knowing that I'm being good to other people helps me and heals me from the things that have been done to me that weren't good so when I'm in a place like this so I'm like okay God I feel that in inside of me there's more there's more but where is this more coming from like where do I where does it need to be directed at is it is it something that you need me to do is there a place you need me to go like where do you need me and I know that I have to do better with spending time with the Lord I have to do better with getting in his presence and not letting the distractions of the world consume me um I guess it just gets a bit discouraging when you feel like you've done that and you still don't have an answer. I feel like I've shown my faithfulness. I've been my, I won't compare myself to Abraham, but I've given up a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like I've proved my ability to be trusted for the most part. Um, and I, I don't understand what's the holdup. <sighs> Y'all, I, I couldn't tell you what the season is, what it means. I am completely and utterly confused. I'm trying to let go and let God, but it's not easy. Um, I feel like I've had those moments where I'm like, okay, yes, 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 this is what God, and then I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm confused again. Where are we at? And then I'll get into prayer, I'll worship, whatever, and I'm like, okay, okay, I'm feeling that motivation, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling it, and then it goes away. And I think another thing I need to stop focusing on is how I'm feeling because feelings are deceitful feelings are deceitful because at the end of the day your feelings change like night and day so I can't trust my feelings I have to trust what God says and his word says and who he says I am not just what I'm feeling based off of the current circumstance that I'm in um but it's a lot it's hard it's trying and this is this is just the raw unfilteredness of being in relationship with God you have those bumps you have those moments where you're like God I can't hear you I don't see where you're bringing me I need to hear you more I need to feel you more because right now I'm being consumed by my thoughts I'm being consumed by the things that I'm going through my circumstances and though I'm trying to you know stay focused on what you say and who you say I am it's getting a little bit too hard for me to continue to push through the stuff that I'm going through in the the spiritual realm and also push through in the physical realm and not keep my mind focused on what I can see but the things that are happening in the spirit that I can't see and it's just a lot it's a lot and sometimes we hit this bump where we're like I don't know where else to do I don't know where else what else to do I don't know where else to go I'm at the end of my my road um and I think that I've hit that spot to where I'm like okay lord I am completely confused as to what it is you need from me. I mean, I've gone through the motions. I've done the things that people say do, and I still feel lost. I still feel like I'm missing something. And if there's anyone who can relate to what I'm dealing with, can relate to being that season of, I don't know (laughs) if that's even a season, um, I just want you to understand that you're not alone. That's all I have right now is his promise. 
and when you all you have is a promise it can be something very powerful or it can be something powerful that works in your good or powerful that works in for your bad or whatever so i think that in this time i'm going to choose to believe what god says i want to choose to hold on to his promise and his words that he spoke over my life um it's not easy y'all it's really not it's not easy when you feel like you, you have so much to give but you don't know how to give it you feel like there's just like a, a volcano ready to erupt inside of you but you don't know where to let it erupt <laughs> it's like it's boiling the hot water is boiling but you don't know you know it, it's just hard to tell this is where it got um, I, I don't know i don't know where i'm at honestly i'm, I'm in this back and forth of knowing and then not knowing and not knowing and knowing and that just tells me that one i need to continue to stay in my word i have to push myself when i love that that saying i don't know who wrote this um quote or whatever you want to call it but i love it when it says um it reminds me that if I'm not feeling like reading my word, if I'm not feeling like praying, then there's something trying to keep me from doing that. And if it's something trying to keep me from doing that, then that means there's something that God's trying to do for me. And as much as I might feel like I want to watch TV, I want to feel like I want to do this, I want to do that, which I do, <laughs> I need to remind myself, and we, we need to remind ourselves that if there's something trying to keep us from praying, then there's something that God is trying to do us friends so be encouraged um I, I know this episode is a little bit chaotic compared to all my other ones y'all I really do need to come up here and have this transparent moment to where you know you can experience the rawness of my emotions and the rawness of where, where I'm at in my life and you know I love God with all of my heart um I know there's things that he's still cleaning off of me, don't get me wrong, but I know at the end of the day who I'm going to serve. I'm not serving the world, I'm serving my master. And so, there's no doubt in my mind of who I belong to. It's just working through the kinks of being in this weird, uncomfortable place and trying to find a positive to focus on. It's just a combination of, you know, different things happening in my life. Um, even with, like, like I said, my health, having to speak to, like, life over my health. That was hard. Dude, when I was in the hospital, I don't even get started on that. But my friends, y'all know what I went through. But everyone else, I'm going to just say this and leave it here. Don't go to OSU Medical Center if you're ever in Oklahoma. <laughs> just leave it there. Um... It was rough and just to think that, you know, a procedure that I've had done since I was 14 years old um, was done and they messed it up and it caused me to have a spinal leak and I had to have another procedure that I've never had to have and it was just a lot. It was a lot going on. Then you bring that on top of familial stress like dealing with family issues and drama and you deal with your life and finances and you got bills to pay, you got food for kids, you got this and all that. It's just Life is life, okay? Life is life, but my God is God. If life is life, then my God is God. And I'm choosing to believe that over anything else. And I'm choosing to understand that God, <laughs> someone actually heard this video today. He said, um, the guy said, um, God, Jesus looked at, he said his name, and when he was born, through a door, he said, so-and-so born in 1990, he said, I'm going to die for him. That guy right there, I'm going to die for him. And I started to view myself in that way. I'm like, okay. Jesus looked at Nadia Britton. Nadia Denise Britton. I said my whole government name. Don't try to stalk me. Um, <laughs> Nadia Denise Britton, born December 11, 2001. Looked through the door the day I was born and said, her right there, I'm going to die for her. If no one else gets it, I'm going to die for her to get it. I'm going to die for her to be forgiven. I'm going to die for her to be loved. I'm gonna, that made me so 
I don't even know. It, and even saying it makes it, it makes you feel powerful, it makes you feel loved because Jesus looked at you. Personalize it. It's personal. It's relational, right? He looked at Nadia Denise Britton the day that I was born. He looked into that door and said, "That one right there, yeah, she's she's good. I'm gonna die for her. I'm dying for my my daughter Nadia." And it makes you speechless to think that that is what he he took hits to the back. He was being whipped. He was being beaten. He was being humiliated. He was being told to prophesy, even though you know. He's already done and completed prophecy. He's being told to prophesy in order to prove that he is the Messiah, to prove that he's this great prophet. And all these things, he's being tested, he's being beaten and humiliated in front of millions of billions of people. And well, I don't know how many people, but it was a lot of people. And it's like, if that is not a, enough, I don't know whatever will be for me. Is knowing that he saw it fit to lay his life down for my sins. If I were to die today and never see anything else again, I can die knowing that Jesus died on that cross and personally looked at me and said, her right there, yep, Nadia Denise Britton, born December 11, 2001, she's worthy to be died for. She's worthy of me to lay my life down for. And I think another thing that God is showing me in this season is just how selfish I can be. How self and selfish and consumed I can be. And it's something that is hard to admit. But I wanna I wanna confess that because it doesn't have power over me. Because guess what? God is showing me for a reason. So in him showing me, I realized that there are times where I get so caught up in things I've been through and Stress and no one understands, you'll never understand what it's like to lose your mother at a young age and not have this and not have that and be told this and be done like that. But then I stop and I'm thinking, like, I should have lost my mind. I should have been dead. I should have been a prostitute based off of the things I've been through, y'all. I'm just being real and raw. I should have an OnlyFans. I should be a stripper. I should be a drug addict. I should be everything but the child of God that I am right now today. I should have been pregnant by now, having kids by different men, based off of statistically speaking, where someone who went through even half of what I went through, that is where I should be, statistically speaking. But God said, when when I, it's funny because I was talking to my friend and he was telling me how, I forgot what we were talking about, but I was saying something and it was like, um, I was talking about how I've always been believing in Jesus. Even before like I actually got serious in my relationship with him, I was always like at a young age believing in him. And I used to I remember I used to write in my journal stuff like, I know God's gonna do this and he's gonna like I God still gives me that vision of what I used to do when I was that age. And it's not something that just happened out of nowhere. Like this has been something that has happened since I was younger, like in my from thirteen on up. And then this seems so happy to, to know what God chose me from that day. He chose me before I was born. But he, he already, I can't explain it in words, but he already knew. And the, the guy I was talking to, my friend, he was telling me, like, he already had you picked out. He had you, like, he already knew what he had for you. He just needed you to give him your yes. And that was your yes. You were obedient to the call. You answered the call. And I didn't even know at that time that I was answering the call that was going to change the lives of many people. I didn't know at that time that I was going to be a walking testimony to encourage and give hope to the hopeless. I didn't know at that time that I was going to be the one ministering to women and and doing these different things. I didn't know at that time I was telling him, I was giving him my yes, and, and he was going to allow that yes to transform into me having my own podcast that begins to bless many people across America, many people across the country in different countries. And it's like, you don't understand when you're giving God your yes what that is really connected to. 
is not this small thing and the enemy has done such a good job in minimizing the blessings of God and minimizing the children of God and their calling but we have to really tap into our power and understand that many are called but few are chosen and we answer that call and you let God choose you you let him choose you you, you, you start to walk in your chosenness there are going to be times that you feel like you don't belong there are going to be times when you feel like you aren't enough but God already called you he already chose you so there's nothing you can do to, to take away from that. And it's always funny to me because I was one of those kids that everyone else could do something. If I do it, I get caught. I get in trouble. And I was wondering, God, why is it that Jimmy and Sarah could get away with this, but I do something not even half as bad as what they just did, and I get blamed. And it's because God already knew. God knew that the path that he had me on for my life and his glory the things that he needed me to do, it was just too special to play around with. You get what I'm saying? Like it was just too big to let certain things happen. If that meant he had to discipline me and, and that whatever he knew. So I don't know, I'm feeling a lot of things. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of things in the spirit, but I can't really articulate it. But I hope that that makes sense, y'all. Like, Think back to when you first became a believer. Think back to before then, when you really thought that you believed, but you didn't understand that you weren't walking in a life that it to God, but He didn't judge you for that. He chose, he chose you. He came after you, that one sheep, that one lost sheep, left the 99, came, grabbed you up, and delivered you, baptized you, whatever the case may be. You accepted your, your freedom um, and your salvation, started walking your life to be transformed into the life that he called you to live. Think before that. He knew you. From the day you were born, he knew you. And I, I want us to really meditate on God knew me. He knew me. He knew me before everything. He knew me before I got to speak to him. And he chose me with the risk of me denying him. He chose me. He said, that one right there, whoever you are, whatever your name is, God chose you. I don't care what you go through. I don't care what you lose. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what sin you've uh, you know, acted on. I want you to never forget something. Never forget that God chose you. He looked at you and saw something that was good enough for him to lay his life down. His life that he didn't have to lay down. But he did it. He chose you. And the more we sit and meditate on that, the bigger and the, 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 the more it touches your heart and touches your spirit. And it starts to penetrate those spots that you didn't even know existed. And you start to feel these emotions coming up in you. You feel stirred up in the spirit because now you begin to understand that he chose me which means that there's something in this world that has to be done and it's not anyone else that can do it, but it's only me that he sees fit to do this job. And we over, we underestimate the things that we're here to do because it's, it, if it's something that's not this extravagant thing, then it's not big enough. No, even if it's walking down the street and giving someone $5 and it was only you that could do it, he told you. The king of the earth chose you for that. Everyone, you ever heard, I'm, I'm sure if you're a millennial under, you've heard of being called a pygmy. Oh, she's a pygmy, she's a pygmy. God picked you. <laughs> God picked you. And he picked me. And we have to be okay with knowing that there are times where we might see someone operating in their calling, but it's okay, God picked them for that. That doesn't take away from what God picked you to do. Just because it's not this extravagant thing and it, it might not be this big gesture that they might have done, doesn't take away from things that God has picked you to do. Stop comparing. Comparison is the thief of all joy. That is the trick of the enemy. Whatever it is that God brought you into this world to do, it's big enough that he died on that cross for you. Jesus died on that cross for you. So, all in all, um, I just feel that God is keeping so many big blessings. 
showing me how much he loves me. He's showing me how much he sees me to be worthy of his 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 love and his mercy. And even though we we're, we aren't deserving of it, he died for us to have it. So even on your worst day, because God knew we would sin. Jesus knew we would sin. He knew we would fall short. But he punished me. I don't think I have to explain the anatomy of when a child is born and how it happens when a mom and a dad are having sex and the, the sperm fishes its way, um, swims its way to the egg and there's millions of them that swim and only one makes it. You're that one. <laughs> and that probably was a little bit, you know, much, but I'm just explaining to you. Like, if you don't want to look at it, look at it in a spiritual, look at it in a uh, scientific way. Out of all the, the other sperms that swam to that egg to try to get implanted and become the one, it was you that did. So even if you're not, you know, spiritual and all, even if you hear this and you know, okay, I'm, I'm explaining it to you scientifically speaking, anatomically speaking, you are the one who made it. I don't know what God's doing for me. I'm, I know I'm not the only one going through this season. Um, so God knows what, but I want us to remind ourselves every day that God saved you. You struggling to pay your bills. You don't know when your, your 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 next check is coming in. You don't know, you know how you're gonna cover your food for the next two weeks. You don't know how you're gonna pay your phone bills. You don't. God chose you. Remind yourself, He chose me. And I know it's not gonna take away the pain and the frustration and the confusion, but God chose you. What does it mean to be chosen by God? That is a question I want us to meditate on this week. What does it mean for God to have picked you? Out of anything, anyone who could have picked, he chose you. He said, I want her. She's going to be 5'9". She's going to be um, curvy. Skinny, whatever it is that you are. You're going to have brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes. He picked you. And he molded you into the form of who you want to be.
concerned that things and the lives of his people and it's not it's not fun it doesn't feel good um it might feel overwhelming for most for many but don't be discouraged don't be discouraged you're not alone he chose you whoever you are whatever your name is he chose you Imagine if he was to say that. 
I have these purses. I don't need them. I have this tie. I don't need that one. But he did. He said, no, I want all my sheep because they all belong to me and they all are special to me, including that one that wandered off and got lost. So I want to run back after that and grab it up and bring it back home. He grabbed us up, y'all, and brought us back home. And not did, not only did he just bring us back home, but he rejoiced in the fact that this one lost sheep, the one lost sheep has been found. That is so special. It is so, so profound to, to be this one lost sheep and, and know what you've done in your life, you know the sins that you've committed, you know the things that you've said in your life, and Jesus came after you, he came after me, even though I was dealing with homosexuality, even though I had premarital sex, even though I was cursing and angry, even though I was hurting others, even whatever it was that I did, he said, I want her, she's mine, and came after me.
will do nothing short of what you've called them to do, Lord. And I thank you, God, that the people who are going through uncomfortable seasons are sticking and they're weathering through the storm, Lord. God, that the, the test of their faith is happening, Lord, but God, they are trusting you and they are holding on to their promise that you made them, Lord. God, they're holding on to your word and what your Bible says. God, they're holding on to your, your word that says, I will not harm you. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, God. That they will hold on to that word plans to help you or plans to strengthen you. God, whatever it is that they are dealing with, that they will remind themselves that you know the plans. We don't know. It says that you know, for I know the plans. So we got to trust in your plans, for your knowledge and in in your plans for our life, God. And I thank you, Lord, that they are going to come out of this and they're going to smile with confidence in the spirit, Lord, and know that you chose me and I passed the test and I weathered the storm and I will continue to push through. I will continue to persevere and prevail through everything that is brought upon me, good and bad. God, that I will never give up on, on what you called me here to do. No matter how bad it gets, I'm not going back to the world. And I just thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing for many people, Lord, that you are bringing forth many changes, God. God, we focus on materialistic blessings, but sometimes the biggest blessings that we have is in the spirit, Lord, because the things in this world will perish away, God, but what won't perish, Lord, is our spirit, God. So God, we just ask that we begin to focus on our spiritual blessings more than our physical blessings, Lord. Begin to really meditate and, and dwell and, and sit, sit and soak in the presence of your of your spirit, Lord. The things that we can't see, that, that, that we can't explain. I thank you, Father, that many people are being transformed right now in the name of Jesus. Many people are being are being purified in the name of Jesus. God, you are cleaning us up, God, for whatever this demon is that you are about to do in the world. Oh, Jesus. Lord, I just I thank you and I, I rejoice. I rejoice, Lord. I rejoice on this day, Father, for who you are, God, for dying on that cross for me, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for taking your life and laying it down for me, Lord. I thank you. Thank you for sending your son to take my place on that cross. Father, it is in your mighty son's name that we say amen. Amen. Y'all, my spirit is just so heavy right now. Um, I just feel this pulling of whatever is happening is happening. It's going to be big. I don't know what it is, but something happening in the spirit that it's, it's, it's huge. It's a pulling, it's a transformation. And I don't know what's happening, but I trust God with it. I trust that he's covering us, he's protecting us, no matter what comes up against us. And I just ask that y'all just continue to continue, oh, continue to continue, oh, I have Continue to keep yourself covered in prayer, um, reading your word. Even if you're just reading one scripture a day, y'all, times are really trying right now. So as long as we all need to read in depth, don't get me wrong, but we need to at least read a devotion. Um, never go a day without being fed in the spirit, no matter how small, even if it's a snack, something to hold you over. Now, you can't survive off of that, so it's not a long-term solution, but just, yeah, remain Remain and remain I love y'all. Um, I hope this is relatable. I hope y'all can feel the wellness of Jesus. I promise you, this is probably the most I've ever cried on this podcast. Um, I just feel so heavy in my spirit. Um, I trust God in this season, though, and I'm choosing to believe his promise and not just for my my life but for yours as well and yeah y'all stay blessed okay i don't know what i'm gonna do the next episode i'm not gonna predict the future <laughs> i'm just saying that if it's meant to do every week i will do them every week but as for right now i'm gonna put this word out um or this episode it's not really necessarily word but put this episode out and i know it's gonna bless you all i love you guys so very much y'all are beautiful you are kind you are loving you're sweet you are blessed god loves you remember that um he chose you he chose you without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and bounce
Thank you for tuning in to your favorite podcast, Jesus Jesus. I'm your host, Nadia. I'll see y'all next time.